What's up, everybody? What's up? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and I am coming to everyone live. Unless you're watching, uh, I guess, the back end of it, but if you're watching it right now, you're, you're live with me right now as, uh, as I speak. Um, we're on Facebook Live, we're on Instagram Live. Eventually, we'll improve it, and we'll get a lot more places live. Um, today... Uh, I cleaned up the beard, cleaned up the neckline a little bit, and uh, I'm looking I'm looking fresh today. Looking fresh. I actually walked in my office today, and uh, my um, my boy Edwin, shout out to Edwin, uh, shouted out that I look pretty fresh and clean. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the the positive attitude when I came into work today. Kind of spiced up my mood a little bit. All right, guys. We're going to talk about a couple things today. Um, right right now, uh, we're talking – well, right now, I actually started a new fundraiser and because I thought $1,000 was too low. I 10X'd it to $10,000. So we're going to hit this new goal. I'm going to push hard. Uh, so if you're my uh, Facebook friend or uh, maybe on Instagram too, somehow I'll figure out how to promote it on there, uh, you're, you're, going to be, uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of my fundraising. <laughs> I'm gonna try to hit hit this number ten thousand right now. Um, it's still for the Wounded Warriors charity, uh, and um, the reason I kept it was just because like right now I haven't really thought of any uh, better ones that I could pick. I, I really believe in the military. The military is uh, what keeps us where we are today, and I believe that the military is one of the strongest parts of why we have our our rights right now and why. Um, I can do what I'm doing right now and, and how other people are making money off of capitalism and all that stuff. Um, crazy stuff. Uh, but I'm not going to try to do my best to stay away from politics as best as I can on, on this part. Um, cause eventually once I get a podcast going and I can start streaming off other channels, eventually I will go into politics. It's something I always wanted to do in high school in a high school college with Broward college. I actually wanted to figure out how to start a club where I would talk about politics, but it would really be more, um, I give you the facts from both sides, and then from there you would make your own conclusion. I feel like too many people try to, uh, because they believe in something, they, they, they kind of like force someone to go on their side rather than trying to spit out facts, or they'll make up facts um, to try to get you to that side. Uh, it's something, I, it was an idea that I had only for the fact that a lot of people that I realized if I ever talked to about politics, sorry, I'm trying to fix this. Uh, let me actually put, um, all right. So I put the link in Instagram. You guys should be able to press it to, to do that fundraiser. And then I have the link in my Facebook one. But, um, so I had this idea of coming up with, um, like kind of talking about politics at, uh, college or whatever, but I had this idea of making a club where it would give you both ends of just like facts on both ends. And then you'd come, you'd make your own conclusion, um, on something like that. That's, that's something that I'm probably going to do now, but, uh, not with this live stream. I'm not talking about politics in this live stream, but, uh, it's something that I thought about with the podcast where I could branch off into different channels. And right now politics is pretty hot. Uh, politics will always be around and everyone's always going to be on one side or the next. Uh, and that's just something that, um, I, I had this crazy idea of trying to do. Um, now the hard part is trying to keep it unbiased and all that stuff, which, you know, I haven't really thought too much into that, but, um, 
that's the hard part because I obviously do fall on one side and, and it's going to, that's the challenge is trying to keep it as biased as you possibly can where, or not a non-bias, I should say non-bias where it's not, um, you know, you're not trying to weave too much on one side or the other side. Um, but yeah, so that's, I don't know. I don't know when that's going to happen. I'm just trying to give you guys some, some news on some thoughts that I'm having right now. Um, that's going to be way down the road uh, when I start figuring out how to do like podcasting and getting like a whole podcast together. Uh, all right. So one of the things, what's up Carter? Uh, for abused children, good luck with your, yeah, you too, Carter. Um, hope everything goes well with your campaign. Um, hope everything's going well with you too, man. I don't think I've seen you in a long time. I think the last time I saw you was, uh, I think VIP catering. When was the last time I ever saw you, but, Hope everything's going well with you. I, I wish you the best of luck, man, uh, with that campaign. Um, trying to think. All right, so I'm going to start off with talking about – we're going to talk about two subjects today. Uh, one's going to be stress, and then the other one's going to be um, just a common mistake I feel like a lot of people make. And, like, I kind of I kind of had the same thoughts at first, which was uh, you can do everything, like, alone. Like, you don't need anyone else to help you out, which uh, um, I, hear, I hear a lot of people saying that a lot. But – um, I had the same kind of thoughts, and then recently, not recently, but I guess recently, I, within like a year or two, I, I realized once working with other people, um, yeah, I know, man, me too, a lot has changed. Uh, hopefully for the best, I mean, you, you want to embrace change, not run away from change, so hopefully for the best, you're changing for the better. Um, if you're going through some crazy shit right now, man, just keep your head high, and look ahead to the future. You obviously can't change the past, so look ahead and try to change your future as best you possibly can. Um, that's what I'm starting to realize, uh, you know, the last couple of years. Um, all right, so we're going to start talking about stress. So this is something that people aren't going to be able to get away from. Uh, some people might think, like, you can run away from stress. Uh, stress is going to happen no matter, you know, no matter, no matter whether you want that to happen or not. Uh, depending, you know, you're probably gonna get a lot of your stress from work, most likely, maybe people around you that uh, you butt heads with a lot. Um, that happens a lot. Uh, and you can't really do much about the people you're butting heads with, except um, if they're just like, completely negative for you, I would just say drop them. But like, most of the time, you're not gonna be able to just run like to drop the person, you're gonna have to try to embrace, you know, how they're thinking and stuff like that. And then um, do your best to to resolve it, I guess, and figure out what's true. Like, I guess I don't like using the word trigger, but that's basically what it is. Like there's sometimes like I'll, I'll talk to someone and, and they'll say something. And for some reason, my brain, just the way it's programmed will automatically go into like, uh, it goes into like this lock of like, like, Oh, I got to hate this person. But like, you have to try, you have to try to be open-minded. That's the hardest part uh, that I've realized is uh, you have to train your mind. Once you hear that word to just bypass it. Uh, yeah, man. No, you, I don't. You didn't do anything to me, man. <laughs> I've. Uh, I try to keep. I. I just try to keep neutral, man. Like I just uh, honestly, like I. Um, I don't know. Maybe in the past, I don't know, dude. It, it's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm just trying to keep positive, man, and that's all I'm trying to do is just spread positivity and. Uh, um. I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll become a uh, longtime uh, listener, and maybe I'll help help you out with just creating positivity, man. Uh, there's just so much negative shit out there right now that I'm just honestly just tired of it, and I'm just trying to find different outlets that I can go into to change 
how people are thinking in the sense of negativity and just, uh, you know, start giving back more and do, uh, do some positive stuff in my life. So, um, uh, it's all, that's all I'm really trying to do right now. So I appreciate that man a lot. Thank you. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm gonna love that comment, man. I appreciate it. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so like the, the thing that I've had issues with and my own thing is like sometimes even at work, uh, especially, especially politics, it's hard only for the fact that with politics, you have your beliefs and then obviously everyone's different with what they believe in. Everyone's different in, in what they're doing. Um, and the thing that's hard for me is like, I don't, I don't really like, I don't like talking about politics uh, with certain people because most people, they don't, they're not reasonable in politics. They just get angry. They get, um, they take it personal, which, uh, you know, it's, it's understandable only for the fact that politics is very, uh, it's, it's what you believe in. It's, it's mostly going by your beliefs, which is really hard. So I, I honestly really try to stay away from talking about politics, but if I get drawn in, I get drawn in. There's nothing I can really do, but I try my best not to let it get um, personal. Uh, uh, let me get back to the – yeah, you too, man. Thank you for the, the positive uh, feedback, man. I appreciate it. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man, and just strive for better, man. That's all, I can, that's all I can tell you, man. Just keep striving to do better in your life. And I'm telling you, like, positive things will happen, and good things will come your way. I promise you that, man. If any, if I can promise you one thing, it's, it's your attitude, yo. And if you have great attitude and you look for the right people and you surround yourself with the good things, they'll come, man. I promise you. I'm seeing it firsthand every single day. Uh, so just keep pushing, man. I appreciate it. Um, so uh, I was going to say, damn, <laughs> it kind of distracted me a little bit. Um, yeah. So stress, I was trying to talk a little bit about politics, but you got to be careful with it only for the fact that it's just a lot of it's really negative. It really is. And it really drains you. Like I, I've had conversations. Uh, what's up, TJ? What up, man? It, it really is. It's, 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 uh, it's really negative to the point where it's really draining. And, uh, you know, right now with Facebook, a lot of people are going crazy. They're posting all this political stuff right now. Um, and it's just, it's tiring, man. But no matter what side you fall on, you know, it shouldn't, the thing that I learned was with politics is politics matter, but to a certain extent, like the wealthy, I'll give you, I'll give you a tip that I learned, which I don't know if a lot of people agree with me. People probably won't because people are very, when it, come, when it comes to politics, you'll get really uh, emotional and stuff, but politics really don't matter. Now, when I say that it's, it's for the fact of the, the people that have money don't care about who's in office, who, who makes the choices in politics. Um, they don't, they don't care to the fact that no matter, let's say, uh, let's say Trump does something that you don't agree with. All right. The person that's so busy working and the person that's so busy, that's trying to, to hustle doesn't really care about the regulations that a president's putting in place or, um, or that, uh, you know, you're making enough money to the point where it doesn't matter. You're keeping so busy. You're keeping so busy to the point where, you don't have time to keep up with all this stuff. That's the thing I think people forget. If you have so much time where you're keeping up with every political act, that everything that's completely going on in the world, you have too much time on your hands. There, there's no way you should be completely busy and, and focusing on yourself 
and, and still having enough time to like worry about all the crap that's going on in like the Senate, uh, all the crap that's going on with, um, with what Trump's doing. I mean, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you like, be careful because like most people are going to probably twist this. I'm not telling you not to keep up with politics. It's not what I'm telling you to do at all. Like far from the truth. That's not what I'm telling you to do. Um, I keep up with politics too. Sometimes at work, I'll watch maybe a speech or something. Um, I just to kind of be in the loop to kind of understand what's going on. Um, most of it's kind of just for regulations. So like, for instance, like taxes right now, we're going into, uh, um, what is it called? Uh, I think it's the 2018 tax laws are being changed. So that's something that you probably want to keep. That's something you should be interested in, even though taxes really isn't interesting, but you really should know the tax rules and stuff like that, especially if you're a business owner, especially, uh, your personal finances, you know, taxes is the big, big play that people look down upon. They look past, they don't understand that most of your money is going to the government and that's what you should be trying to prevent. You're working hard for your money. You should be trying to get most of your money back. Not, you know, not trying to give it, give it back to the government. Um, obviously you have to pay taxes. Obviously you should be paying taxes, but you have to really try to look, um, they're taking majority of your money. Um, I don't, with these tax laws, I don't, I, they're probably still taking majority of your money, but, um, you have, you have to, you have to look and see where your money's going. And that's one big mistake that I'm telling you most people don't do is they don't go on their pay, their pay slips and they don't go, all right, this is how much money I made. And this is how much money is going out to the government. And this is how much money um, I'm going to have left over. Here's my bills. Here's this. And, and I don't know. I just feel like people are blaming the wrong things. You're not, you're not taking ownership. That's another thing that I could probably tell you right now is the people that are blaming society and other things like the government, this, that they're, they're not taking ownerships for themselves. And that's the biggest mistake you're playing too. Once you start taking ownership for a lot of things that you think you don't have control over, you'll start having a lot more control over a lot more uh, outcomes and situations. Uh, for instance, I was listening to Grant Cardone's, um, I'm listening right now to the 10X rule, and he was talking about uh, car accidents. So like, let's say you got into a car accident. The, the first thing that everyone says is it's not my fault. I didn't do the car accident. This person cut me off. This person hit me in the back. This person did this. And what he says is, if you would just take ownership, because it doesn't matter in the end, your insurance is probably going to go up either way. Uh, you're going to have to report it most likely, unless you're trying to you skim the insurance company or you're trying to, you know, try to figure a way out of it. Um, and you're trying not to be truthful or whatever. And you're trying to get around it, but uh, most likely you're going to have to like 99 out of 10 times. You're going to have to report the accident. Uh, the other thing too, is your insurance is going to go up no matter what. They don't care if it's not your fault or whatever. They're looking for ways to raise your, uh, your rates and all that stuff. I mean, they raise it for, you know, they raise it when there's higher accident rates around your local area. So like in Coral Springs where I live, if the accident rates went up, there's a law that says, uh, the insurance companies can raise everyone that lives in Coral Springs, uh, rates up. So, you know, you're, you're playing on a field where it's not, it's really not fair, but at the same time, like it, a lot of it doesn't matter in the sense of like, uh, the car accident thing. So even if it wasn't your fault, maybe they take full ownership, you sue their company, whatever your rates can still go up. It doesn't matter. Now what he was saying in the, the accident, uh, type, uh, issue is most people automatically want to blame the other person, right? If you would just take ownership 
and say, all right, I could have either went slower, I could have went faster, uh, I could have went and did, um, I could have paid more attention, I could have, um, I could have, uh, I could have left earlier at work, I could have left later at work, I mean, earlier is probably better, not later, but the point of the matter is, if you would come up with situations and, and bypass things, most people just want to blame the next person next to them. They don't want to take ownership of anything. If you would just take a little bit of uh, the consequences, if you would just take a little bit of time to really think about how you could prevent things, that's what you should be looking for. There's another great example that he gave in the book, The 10X Rule, by the way, uh, by Grant Cardone. You, sh you guys should go get that. Um, I listen to, I'm listening to the audio book right now in the car on the way to work and back and anywhere I drive, get gas, whatever. But the crazy thing with this is he said, he gave an example of, let's say you pay your bill on time for the electricity and all that stuff, right? And uh, you're paying your bill, all of a sudden your electricity, the whole entire block or the whole entire city loses their power. Now, most people are going to go and blame the city and say that it's the city's fault, uh, they should get these up and running and stuff like that, which they should get them up and running. But the point of the matter is you weren't prepared. Uh, if you really think about how you could have prevented that situation, you should have got a backup generator, right? So that's what he was saying is like, if you just start taking ownership of your life and the situations around you and the stuff that's going on around you, you would see that it, it is, it's, cra it's crazy stuff like that you could just prevent if you would just step back a moment and stop playing the victim card and start putting yourself in more of a control role. If you put yourself in the victim card, you have no control over the situation. And that's what he's trying to say is you want more control. Most people might not want more more control because they think, you know, control, uh, you know, oh, I don't want control. Like people have control are evil, blah, 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 blah. But it's not. It's about you taking control of your life. And that's where the mindset needs to change. Most people play the victim card. They blame other people around them. They take, that's where politics get fucked. And I'm telling you that if people would start doing that and stop playing the victim and the, and the blame game with politics, you'd have a lot more control of your situation. That's where politics get fucked. And that's where people screw up majorly. Um, but all right, so enough with the politic crap. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to move on. But So it's, it also helps with stress. That can actually relieve some of your stress by taking ownership and trying to prevent things. That's actually something that probably led into stress. But now stress is stress is really hard to get away from. Like I said, it's, it's not – you're never not going to be stressed. There's always going to be some type of physical, mental – most of the time, it's probably going to be mental stress. Uh, most of it's going to come from work. Most of it's probably going to come from your family. Most of it's probably going to come from a loved one that's next to you, maybe like uh, a spouse or uh, a partner that, that you're with, a boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, those are the, the people that you collide with a lot or the people that you see a lot, um, especially at work. Uh, you're not going to agree with everything people say. Um, you know, I have the problem every single time. I don't agree with like more than half the stuff people say at my job. I, I don't. I honestly don't. Um, I think if people would, you know, just, I don't know, just physically change their mindset or uh, physically went about it a different way and not complain, I, I honestly think that would help a lot more people. But, um, you know, I know it's natural. It's natural for people to to want to blame or just, not take responsibility or, uh, you know, you get stressed out and you just start going crazy. But the, 
the wealthy people don't do the blame game. The wealthy people know that you have to take control of the situation. If you're not leading, you're following. And if you're following, you're basically fucked. You're relying on someone else to take the lead or take charge and to have ownership of what you need to take ownership of. And that's something that people really need to, to wisen up and take, take more action on. But I uh, keep going to that. It's, I don't know why, but it's just something that stuck in my brain, but stress. The only thing that I can think of is uh, most people are probably going to resort to drinking. Right. Um, I thought it's kind of the same thing. I kind of do that a couple of times. You know, I probably still probably do that on sometimes Fridays go with my mom and I, and I have a drink or whatever, but I'm really trying to go clean, I'm trying to go clean on a lot of things, I'm trying to go clean on my diet, which, uh, you know, I'm eventually going to get there. I'm, I'm working on it. It's hard. There's, the dieting thing is definitely hard because you're doing something for so long. Now you got to change. Same with alcohol. Most people probably started really early and then it's almost like smoking. You get stuck on that habit. You get stuck on, oh, I need this, but you really don't need it. <clears throat> and that's where I'm trying to weave off. I'm trying to get away from alcohol completely. I'm trying to go clean and only on special occasions like weddings, uh, uh, maybe uh, some massive effect happened to me that caused like positive change i'd probably go and get a drink or whatever um i'm trying to stay away from bars it's really hard in the business world i'm telling you it's really hard everyone that i talk to wants to go and get a drink and they want to go to the bar and it's just i guess it's just because you're having a drink and, and you're just in a relaxed state it's easier probably to talk to people uh which it is it's so much easier to talk to people when you're a little bit looser on on alcohol um, I'm not saying getting like wasted. I'm talking about maybe having like a drink or, you know, just like a drink where it's going to smooth your nerves and stuff. But it's, um, that's where I come into the problem is like, I have self-control. It's just hard because once I go to a bar, I'm going to have a drink. Like it's just, it, you know, if, if you're a smoker, uh, and someone around you is constantly smoking, it's probably going to be almost impossible for you to like stop smoking. Cause you're going to, you're going to bum off the person that's smoking and you're gonna and you're gonna smoke the cigarette, right? So it's try it's that's the hard part for me is like business is very like everyone wants to go out and drink and like socialize and that's where you normally socialize over a drink or a cocktail. It's hard, I'm telling you. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? So the only things I can think of besides drinking, like I don't recommend drinking. I don't recommend substituting stress over uh, drinking. I would recommend going to the gym. I'm telling you, most people don't go to the gym or at least go consistently or instead of schedule up where they go. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually going to go tonight. Uh, I got to fix that. But uh, I'm having, I had issues with my elbow. So I kind of made an excuse not to really physically go. I probably could have went on the treadmill. I could have done other stuff. Uh, that was me being, you know, typical. And um, I had an injury and I was like, all right, I don't want to go to the gym uh, just cause I have the injury, the elbow and stuff, which I, my wrist is kind of like messed up a little bit, but my elbow is kind of like a lot better. Like I can fully extend it. No pain, uh, really no stiffness. It's really in my wrist. So if I put a lot of weight on my wrist, for some reason it's weird. It, it, um, I just think it needs time. Uh, I probably, I probably injured my whole entire arm to be honest with you. I probably fell on it really bad and the whole arm probably just got messed up. Um, it's only been a week of recovery, which is great because my elbow is perfectly fine. I have a little bit of a black and blue mark, uh, a little bit of like bruising, but um, it's really just my wrist. So I'm probably going to give it another week and see what happens. It should be, get a lot better. It's, it's getting, I feel like getting better every single day, but, um, but yeah, so working out is probably a good way for stress. Well, that's probably the best way. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, maybe listen to some music. Music is really good. Music has helped me. 
maybe even listen to like some mentor people. Like uh, if you're feeling really stressed, go and listen to some motivational um, speakers or they'll boost you up. Dame, um, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, or Dwayne the Rock Johnson is someone that I've been listening to recently through motivational speeches. And there's this one which was amazing. Uh, and it really pumps me up. Uh, and he's always talking about how his back is always against the wall. He had $7 at one point or like $6 and some change. And um, he, he basically started saying that he, he basically was stuck. And he always, even to this day, even though he has a ton of money, he's wealthy as hell, and he does so much stuff, he always has that mentality of even though I'm rich and I have this and I have that and I have resources and I have this, I always have the, the mindset of my, my back is against the wall. So that makes him push five times, 10 times, 20 times harder, right? And uh, that, that was a game changer too when I heard that. So go surround yourself with people where maybe you could pop in an audio tape or go on YouTube, on YouTube and plug your phone into your car and listen to some motivational speakers. Uh, use YouTube. You, you'd be shocked at what YouTube can offer you. I mean, I've, I've, I've learned how to do anything off YouTube. How to, um, how to do like carpentry work, how to go and like build a ramp, how to go and um, properly like wax a car, change a tire, uh, jump, you know, jumpstart a car, um, how to dr like, uh, how to grout this whole tile onto this uh, bathroom wall for my parents, which it came out pretty good. Uh, obviously it's not perfect, but it came out almost exactly like as planned. Um, probably like not, it's probably like 99%. There's probably like 1% flaw in it, which I mean, it's just because that was the first time ever I've ever grouted. But I mean, for a first time it came out incredibly, uh, amazing. Obviously there could be improvements like anything else, but you know, came out pretty good. Um, so use YouTube, use the, use, uh, motivational speakers. That's a good one to help you get through stress. Or if you're going through some crazy amounts of, uh, overwhelming stress, use that. It'll boost, it'll boost you right through it. Um, working out that, uh, working out music, motivational speeches. Um, I'm trying to think maybe what else I use. Uh, maybe try to get away. Cause honestly, some of the people that are stressed is because of some of the people you guys hang around with. That's really a lot of it where it comes from is, uh, you're hitting a wall with like your friends and, um, you're, you're trying, you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to maybe do what they want and you're not doing what you want in the sense of, um, what you think is right and what they think is right or whatever. And that's something you got to change too. You might have to drop a few people. Maybe you have too many negative people around you and you know, ne negativity is going to be, you know, a failure for you. I'm telling you people that are really negative around you are the people that are going to drag you down. Uh, so I would definitely try to drop those people. Um, and honestly, those, those members might be your family. Those members might be your sisters and brothers and uh, your boyfriend and girlfriend. And unfortunately, like, you either have to tell them to hit the back seat or uh, change, you know, change their mindset. And, like, trust me, I go through issues with that all the time. And uh, I kind of just gets to a point where I just kind of tell people, like, hey, like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. You're too negative. Like, uh, I, I can't do this. And then I'll walk away or something or, uh, you know you know, take a couple minutes to yourself, but you got to try not to let other people around you influence you in negative ways. That's really hard. 
Speaking of that, I would definitely say try to get away from the news if you're watching a lot of the news because 99% of what's on the news is, you know, 100%. I shouldn't say 100%. People are going to go, 99 or maybe 98% of this stuff that's on the news is negative crap, and that's going to draw you down. I can't tell you how many times I've told someone I'm going to go meet this person, and they're like, oh, you're going to go get stabbed. You're going to go get shot. You don't know that person. He's a stranger. Um, I had an incident where I was going to go meet uh, a priest and just kind of because, you know, I'm, I'm religious. I'm Catholic, so I'm really religious. So I was going to go talk to him about some um, – I kind of want to get a little bit more into, like, the Bible and stuff like that and build build stronger faith. Um, but, you know, I wanted to go talk to him. He had a different perspective. He's been a priest for, you know, X amount of years, and I wanted to go get a different perspective on, like, what he thought on different things and um, just kind of, you know, get my faith a little bit stronger. But – People are telling me because all this stuff that's going on in the news, like, oh, that's sketchy. This is that, uh, you know, with all these like sexual uh, kid crimes and stuff like that going on with the with the church and stuff. Oh, it's sketchy. Blah, blah, blah. It, you know, and and what people don't realize is it's just causing you not to do anything. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay home all day, and and because this person said this, like, you're not going to go and at least attempt something that's out of your comfort zone. You know, that's the stuff that really really pisses me off, and I and I in to be honest with you, like I try to tell people exactly when they tell me that, I try to re, re, uh, redirect it right back to them because it, it's stuff like that that's holding everyone back. It, it's the negativity from other people's actions that are causing you to doubt yourself and to doubt other people around you. And I'm telling you, it's not good. Uh, which we'll we'll you know we'll leave that into the next segment. But um, so you got to try to get away from the news. What's up, Chris? What's up, man? I would definitely say try to get away as much as possible. Uh, I mean, you don't have to get away from the news. You could watch it. I'm just saying limit yourself because if you're if you're a person that's watching that stuff every single day, they play maybe one story that's positive, and they play like 99% of the stuff about someone getting shot, stabbed, uh, suicide, you know, cra- crazy crap that like you wouldn't even know if they didn't tell you, which, you know, obviously you kind of want to know about that stuff, but you, you really want to try to get away from a lot of the negativity. That's the point I'm trying to make. Ooh, just drifted all this stuff. Um, so I would say if you're, if you're extremely stressed out, I would definitely say try, uh, try to like do like the four, I think it was four things I told you. Uh, music, listen to music. Get, go and listen to some motivational speeches uh, at times when you're having a lot of problems. Um, third thing would be workout, which a lot of people probably aren't really doing. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm struggling with consistency with that, but go out there and, and do that. Uh, fourth thing would be to, uh, to go out and, um, oh, limit yourself with the news. So let's do that. Those are the four things that I can give you that will actually probably most likely help you out. Nine, like 99% of the, the stuff I gave you is, uh, probably going to, in some way influence you to be a little bit more positive and get away from the negative crap that's out there. Um, to be a hundred percent honest with you. All right. Let's talk about the next topic. So this one is, uh, talking about a common mistake that most people do. I even did this myself in the way that I thought, which was, uh, I thought I could, you know, you have this mindset, especially when you start it. This is mostly probably business people I'm talking to, but uh, well, this could be overall, to be honest with you, but most likely it's probably going to be a business mindset. But the most common mistake that people do is they're just like, all right, I'm going to do it myself, 
right? I'm just going to completely do everything myself. I'm going to run my own social media. I'm going to make my own website. I'm going to go and do my own marketing. I'm going to go and uh, drive to this person's house, cold call this person, do this. And what happens is you start overwhelming yourself when all you, all you have to do is like, at first you're going to have to do that. If you're a solo, if you're just starting out a business, you're going to have to do that. I'm doing it right now. Um, I'm going to college. I'm working a part-time job. I'm on these live streams. Um, I'm working. I've been lacking a little bit on the social media presence only for the fact I'm putting a lot of my efforts into stats homework, uh, which stats is going to come first between all, you know, any other stuff that I'm doing only for the fact that I need to graduate and expose more time and then start working more on the business. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to zoom out these two classes, get a lot more time and then go more into the business. But at first you're going to have to do all those things. You're going to have to be basically all in one jack of all trades type person, right? Once you start making money, the best thing I would tell you is to start trying to hire people to start doing some of the stuff. Um, and then start, you know, the hard part is like hiring the people. You got to hire the people, do some of the stuff maybe that you're not the best at. So like for me, I'd probably hire someone for like social media. Uh, my grammar, my spelling, uh, sentence structure probably isn't the best. I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit that to you. Uh, I have dyslexia. Um, you know, my, I, I've never, I mean, I'm good at social media with marketing. I'm just not good in the sense of like grammar, spelling, um, all the stuff that I kind of, I do heavily rely on spell check and all that good stuff. Uh, Grammarly just came out, which I use, but you know, stuff where you're not good at or you're not strong at is where you should be probably trying to hire a lot more people, right? Uh, that's, that's, that's something I've learned. Uh, a lot of people have been telling me that, uh, Grant Cardone, uh, Dean Graziosi, if anyone knows who that guy is, uh, basically anyone that's, you know, you should be thinking differently. You shouldn't be thinking, you shouldn't be having that small mindset. It comes back to having that small mindset where you assume that you're just going to do everything yourself. And if you think about the big companies, massive corporations, Apple, Microsoft, IBM, um, any, any massive corporation, Nike, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, they have a bunch of people that are working for them. Any corporation that's expanding and growing, that's not a solar, uh, solar entrepreneur type, uh, business has to grow. Right. And even the solo, the solo people eventually have to expand into bigger, bigger businesses or they're not going to make it. And they're relying on one thing constantly. So this is the hard part is like, I had to change that because at first when I started growing up, I started looking at people as like, oh, evil. Most of it was because of the news. Most of it was because of the people I surrounded myself with. Most of it was because uh, I was young and ignorant and, you know, not ashamed to tell you that I, I really was. And the funny thing is now that I've changed my mindset and I've gone a whole different way, I get called ignorant all the time. I get called, and the funny thing was I was never called ignorant when I was young and doing all the stupid stuff and doing this and that, and now since I, I shifted the mindset into more positive and more aggressive down a, a different approach and I'm not going down the same path as everyone else in society and all that stuff, you start seeing how people start changing their viewpoints on you. They, you start seeing that people are going to call you ignorant. People are going to call you stupid. People are going to call you... Uh, someone that's not going to accomplish anything, which in fact, the same people that are calling you these names are probably the same people that are doing the same things that they're telling you. That's what you have to start listening to. And that's something that Grant Cronona has changed my mind on is the people that are telling you that you're ignorant, the people that are telling you that you're thinking, uh, you're thinking too, too crazy or, or you're doing too much stuff at once or you're, or you're doing something that they don't agree with is because they either gave up on what you're trying to do 
or they're the ones that think of themselves. Most of the people that are talking to you are talking to themselves. That's why I do these live streams. You know, I'm talking to you, but at the same time, I'm really enforcing a lot of stuff that I'm talking about to myself. Uh, technically, I'm talking to a screen right now on my, my phone and my computer, my laptop. So I'm not even technically talking to anyone, right? I'm, I'm technically talking to myself if you logically think about it, right? Even though this live streaming, eventually it's going to be up on, uh, you know, up on the web and stuff like that. And people are eventually going to watch and eventually I'll be talking to someone or many people. But you have to think bigger. You have to go and challenge people. Like, don't just accept it because someone told you. Um, I think I gave an, a prime example. I mean, I could give you many examples of crap that people have told me that, that I found out is not true. Um, there's a great example about the alligator situation where people think that you have to zigzag if an alligator is ch chasing you. And I said, well, I'm going to be honest. I was the only one that said this in the, in the whole entire room. I was like, I honestly think that's bullshit. I was like, I'm telling you because I'm like, if you logically think about it, alligators are fast. They're not slow. They're fast. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense because if you're zigzagging, eventually the alligator is going to catch up to you because you're slowing yourself down, right? Um, you're slowing yourself down and the, the gator is going to catch you, all right? And I said, wouldn't it be better to just run as fast as you possibly could forward and, and gain all the momentum you possibly could and outrun the alligator? And they were just like, no, I like it zigzag, I'm telling you. Looked it up on the computer and the biggest myth that was ever presented, it even said the biggest myth is people think you need to run zigzag. And they explained the same thing I just told you where when you're zigzagging, you're slowing yourself down. Alligators are not slow. They're fast. And what happens is they catch up to you because people think they got the wrong information. Now, let me tell you something. Like, let me put this thought in your head right now. If people are mis misinformed about the alligator situation, about how to escape an alligator attack, how to, how to get away, they should zigzag, all that crap. How much of us are misinformed about money and personal finance and all this stuff that really matters in your life where you want to get financially free and you want to do all this crazy stuff? That's, that's my point to you guys right now, whoever's watching this, is uh, you have to start thinking like that. If there's one thing that's wrong that everyone's going with and everyone's running to and all this stuff, don't be the idiot to run with the rest of the crowd. Would you jump off a bridge just because someone else is jumping off the bridge? I don't think so. So you got you to gotta try to pivot point and go a different direction. What's up, Eli? I uh, hope everything's well with you, man. Um, you know, text, uh, I'll text you after this live stream. I got, I got, a, uh, he got off, I think. But <laughs> And I tell him uh, I got to go meet up with him. Um, but, you know, don't, don't do what everyone else is doing. Sometimes, you know, people, sometimes people are, are going to go against you because you're going against what they believe. And I'm telling you, some of these people believe in the wackiest shit that you'll ever imagine. It, it makes no sense what some of these people believe in. Um, I'm not talking about religion, I'm not talking about all that stuff. I'm just talking about like myths and all that shit where like they just heard, they just, it's rumors. They just, think of the game Telephone. Telephone is a good example. Someone Someone came up with something, right? Like, let's just say I said, uh, uh, Ben has the pickles, and Ben's going to go and take the pickles to the fridge. Now, if I go and go into a line, and I say the same thing to 20, maybe 40, the more people I, we go into a line with, the more it's going to get probably messed up in, in the whole thing. We're not going to get the full sentence from the first person that said it, right? And, and it's going to get all jumbled up. Why? Because different people are going to take that information 
scramble it up a little bit, and they're going to start putting their own little twists into the information, and you're not going to get the full benefit out of it. That's what happens. The same thing with the stuff that people believe in, the same things with like different things, uh, um, different causes and all that crap. You got, you got to be careful. Like you, you just got to research things like go out and research, go out and, and, and question things. Like, don't be scared to question things. Like I'm telling you, I question everything. I go into Starbucks and I'm like, why do they sell this coffee for $6 or, you know, probably like four, I think it's just co- coffee there for six, seven, eight bucks. Um, I go into a gas station that I've never been in before. Why do they put the Cheetos here? Why do they put the cigarettes here? Why do they put this here? And people made fun of me. I'm telling you, people, I bring notepads with me when I go and talk to people. Why? Because if someone says something important, I'm going to write that shit down. I'm going to forget. The, the most logical person is going, going to forget. The most normal person doesn't, you know, you're not going to remember everything that, that happened that day. So why do I bring a notepad when I go somewhere? Because I know I'm going to forget what he said, and I'm probably going to make shit up as I go. Uh, so I, I bring a notepad, and if he sa- if the person I'm with says something that I, that I think is actually worthy enough to go and research, or like, oh, wow, it's amazing. I never even thought of it that way. I had a whole new perspective on it. I write it down. Um, but the, the point of the matter is question shit. I mean, I, I've been I've been places like no matter where I go, I go into a store, any type of business where I'm telling you, and this is the crazy thing too, is like people agree with me, but people don't realize. Um, business is everywhere. Right now, I'm a business right now promoting myself to you. I'm selling you right now as I'm talking to you. Uh, whether you know, noticed it or not, I mean, I am selling you. I mean, I'm coming on here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you to donate to charity. I'm coming on here and I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to change people's minds. I'm trying to get more people positive rather than negative and, and a shitty ass world and form a whole new class of, uh, of uh, mindsets and stuff like that. I'm, I'm trying to pitch you at the end of all these live streams and talk about done deal investments and, and drive more traffic there, which by the way, uh, I've met with a, a couple different people every single live stream, which that's my plan or my goal. Every single week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet with a different person. Um, I'm actually going to try to meet up with Jeffrey. He reached out to me last live stream. Next week, I don't know when or where. I have to wait. I told him Friday I hit him up. Uh, but I'm going to meet up with him. He does real estate investing, and he's a real estate agent. Uh, he, he does a lot of stuff with real estate. So, I mean, I could pick his brain with real estate. He probably has more knowledge than me on real estate, to be honest with you, because I just know mostly uh, – I, I just honestly know a lot about wholesaling. Or, honestly, I don't – you know – I know a lot about wholesaling, but like I probably could learn a lot more um, as I go. Like no one knows everything, so there's always more information you can learn. Uh, but he probably knows more about flipping, and uh, he probably knows a lot more about um, what you should be trying to do, how to get more leads. So that's that's someone, uh, you know. And and I'm just thinking to myself, uh, you know, I, I, that's what you guys have to be doing. You have to be willing to go out your comfort zone, and that's what I'm doing every single day. Like I don't. I, I mean, I went to go meet <clears throat> Felipe, who's a, a banker for City National Bank, which, by the way, tomorrow I'm actually meeting with a personal banker at Wells Fargo, Shana, just to, you know, just to give you guys a heads up that I'm meeting with all types of people, bankers, uh, just random people that maybe have different insight on different things. Um, I'll be willing to even meet up with anyone that comes onto these live streams that even want to give me feedback on these live streams. I mean, I'm very open-minded. I'm trying to meet a new person every single week. Uh, just to, you know, expand it a little bit. But uh, 
So I met Felipe, and before, as I'm driving from work to go to the bar to go meet Felipe, I mean, I, I had like this uh, this urge of like urgency, or um, not urgency is probably bad. I had this like almost like butterflies. Like I'm like, oh man, like I don't know what I'm walking into. I, I've never met Felipe. I've talked to him over the phone. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know how he's gonna act. I don't know, you know, I don't know anything about Felipe. So I'm telling you, at first, you're gonna have this uh, mentality of like um, you're stressed out. You don't know what's going on. The, the best advice I can tell you is you got to try to push that crap aside, push it out, and just do it. That's what sets the wealthy from the non-wealthy, the people that don't care that they don't want to do it. They just push through it. Now, that's uh, – yeah. excuse me, but – damn, I should have brought water. But uh, so the problem – you know, I could have easily just turned around and just like not said anything, canceled on him. But I went, you know, and, and what you start to learn is once you start doing things, repetition, it's almost like math. You know, you hate math. I hate math. But once you start doing a problem long enough, you start realizing and you start uh, seeing through different things. You're like, all right, I don't have to do this problem because this is phrased this way or this way, this way, you know. You start seeing through the, the keys and the concepts of things. That's what people have to start doing. You have to start getting out of your comfort zone and start doing things you don't want to do. I'm telling you. Um, what else? Uh, but yeah, so let me – I'll fresh this up a little bit. But So just keep in mind that you're not going to be able to do everything. You're going to have to hire people, and you're going to have to at some point rely on other people. But at the same time, you're going to have to control. You need control. So even though it's good that you want to do everything yourself, and you're probably going to have to when you first start a business or even um, – even at like your house, like I know there's plenty of ways to save money doing it yourself. Uh, you shouldn't really rely on that. You should start working on getting more money to then hire people. So like there's another thing that I can relate to other people that probably aren't business owners that are coming onto this. Uh, it, it goes with cutting the grass, all right, which everyone that's ever owned a house or uh, had to cut their own grass or, you know, I used to think that cutting your own grass saves you a lot of money, all right? I used to think like that. I actually did for a while, a long time. I used to help my parents all the time cut the grass. Uh, once in a while, I probably got there and help them. Like I, I, you know, I'm running into issues where I don't have a lot of time, and I'm just kind of like, I don't have a lot of time to do that stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, get through school and, and get my stuff together. But the thing that I learned, and this is Dean Graziosi, is the the hiring other people. Now, you're going to waste probably an hour of your time going out there cutting the grass, maybe saving a few bucks here and there, right? You might save maybe 20, 30 bucks. You're probably telling yourself, yeah, it's a nice chunk of change, which 20 to 30 bucks is not a lot of money. Um, and you're, you're going to tell yourself that, right? But if you would just hire someone to cut your grass, save you the hour of time, right? You're not killing yourself going out there cutting your own grass and stuff like that. And you take and you spend, let's say the extra 20 or 30 bucks to have someone else cut your grass that you're probably going to save by doing it yourself. Then what's going to happen is you're going to gain that hour of time back. And that's the key too. money helps you create more time to go and put your efforts into other things that also probably ties into stress because you're probably gonna be stressed out by doing all these excess amounts of things like mowing the grass uh, you know, doing all this stuff when you can just hire someone else and get rid of some of that stress. Some of that stuff's going to add on. It's going to tack on. I'm telling you. Might not at first. Eventually it will. Um, and other things will pile on. There's always something that's going to come up that you're going to have to do where you're going to be stuck cutting the grass, 
right? You're going to be stuck cutting the grass rather than doing that other thing. You might have uh, been able to work maybe that extra hour and make $100. And then you made, uh, and, you know, if you're spending the $20 or $30, then you, then you made money. You don't lose money, right? So that's where my mind started changing was once I realized like the petty work, a uh, petty kind of came out wrong, but um, once you start doing like the little, the little jobs that are around you and you start thinking differently on like, all right, I can hire this person to do this and then I can save this amount of time. And with this hour that I saved, I can then go and put the hour into something else. That's where I'm telling you a lot of people are going wrong. I, I'm telling you, my parents do the same thing with that. Um, I, I honestly really thought like it was how they thought where it was like, all right, I'm going to cut the grass and save the money. But once you start realizing that time is so important and the, the quote time is money comes into play, it, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. You think of things differently and, uh, I'm telling you, I've changed my perspective on that completely. Um, because I, I realize, I mean, you might not have the cash now to do that, but you gotta, you gotta figure out, uh, hang on. I think she wrote on here. Oh, damn. I didn't even see all these people. What up, Mikey? I didn't see you, buddy. Uh, Tosh. Damn, I didn't see all these people. Matt Fetter. Damn, I think I said your name right. What's up, Kendall? Um, it's kind of annoying. I, I thought maybe like uh, on Facebook the thing would drop up, but I guess not. But anyways, you got to start trying to do things. Uh, you got to start trying to do things that are going to be more productive and like you got to stop wasting time and, and start putting more efforts into other things. That's what I'm starting to learn. Um, you know, but I'll wrap this up a little bit. Just give me one second. I'm just trying to go through these feeds. I missed a lot of people. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Let me see. Him. All right. So anyways, uh, all right. So I got through those two. I talked a little bit about stress, talked a little bit about, uh, the common issues that most people have, um, which is thinking they can do everything on their own. I'm telling you, I have the same mindset. I changed it. Um, I, I try to figure out what I can do to, um, save more time by maybe having someone else do it. I mean, you could change your own oil, but would you do it? Why do you go to the person to go change your oil? Because you're, you're going to waste more time doing it yourself. And within that hour, you could probably go home and, and accomplish more stuff or go somewhere else and accomplish more stuff. I mean, I'm telling you, people have their morals back, uh, backwards. And I did, for a, I did for a long time, and I'm probably not even perfect on my morals. I probably can have a lot more improvements in different areas. Um, but, you know, I'm willing to change it, and I'm willing to explore deeper into those, uh, those problems. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about done deal investments, and then we'll, we'll end this. So we'll hit an hour. Um, all right. So again, my name is Tyler Dunn. I own a company, uh, Dunn Deal Investments, and that's a wholesale real estate company. Now, the purpose of my business is to help people that are in financial situations that can, um, I can go and, and get them out of the financial situ uh, situations, whether it's liens, pre-foreclosures, uh, job transfers, divorce, uh, any crazy, any crazy uh, financial situation that you might be in where you have to either a, get out of, you don't have the money to get out of the financial situation and sell your house, uh, or B, um, you have to get out of there really fast. That's what the job transfer would come into. Like, you know, you get, I'd sell your house extremely fast and, you know, into someone else's hands and you'd walk away. Uh, and if you had maybe like a job that was lined up that you had to go to in the next week, 
and you didn't have time to go through a three week, maybe a month process to sell your house because maybe it wasn't in the best condition and the, the, uh, the real estate agents having problems selling it, I'd be able to come in and, and we'd get you out of that house real fast, give you cash, and then uh, give it to another investor. Now, how this process works is what we do is we, we go through the three, I call it the three-step uh, process to financial freedom. First step is you call me or you get into contact with me, whether it's text message, email, um, social media, you know, whatever you're more comfortable with. I, I prefer calling face-to-face only for the fact that eventually I'm going to have to meet you. So we might as well just talk on the phone and I get, you know, we get used to each other for a minute and, you know, rather do it that way. It's a little bit easier too. Um, but whatever you prefer, I'll do. I don't, I don't care. I'll come to you basically. Um, I'm going to ask you some basic information on your house your financial condition, uh, what we need to do for you to, you know, be satisfied with the deal or what I need to personally do to get you where you need to go. And then from there, we go into step two. Now, step two is I personally meet you at your house. I introduce myself to you in person. I take a couple pictures, five inside, five out, so 10 total. Um, and then uh, I look, you know, I look to see what's wrong with your house. You have mold, you have roof damage, all that stuff. From there, then I'm going to go home. I'm going to do a little bit of research. I'm going to do uh, comps of your neighborhood. So I'm going to take the three closest, the three closest houses that represent yours. Uh, we're going to get an average price, and that's what we're going to base the price off of that average price. Now, depending on issues that you have, we're going to deduct you know x amount of money depending on quotes and all that stuff uh, with what damages you have. And then from there, what's going to happen is then we're going to negotiate the price. From there, and then once we agree on the price that we're that we're gonna put on the you know in place, or I'm gonna pay you in cash, I'm gonna we're gonna get a contract together, or I'm gonna get the contract together. We're gonna have you sign it. I'm gonna sign it. We're gonna go, and I'm gonna go get another investor involved from my buyers list. Someone that has capital that wants to flip the house, uh, that um, I'm gonna send information to. That's where these pictures are gonna go to. It's gonna go to the investor. I'm gonna give him a quote of what's going on with the, the, you know, the property, what he's walking into. So he's not just walking into a blind deal and then, you know, all that. And then he's then going to sign on the contract as well. We're going to give him the contract. So we're signing him onto the contract. He's going to get ownership of the house. I'm going to pay you cash. He's then going to pay me the finder's fee. So you're not paying me at all. There's no commission from you at all. Uh, the investor is then going to pay me directly and we're all going to walk away from the deal happy. You're going to get out of your financial situation. You're going to get rid of your house fast. Uh, there's going to be no, um, we're going to do it. I, I'm going to do whatever I possibly can to work with that investor to get whatever you need. Meaning uh, if you have to stay in the house and move an extra week. And then from there, you know, I'm going to get paid. We're going to make a little bit of money on the deal. Um, and then the investor is going to make, uh, you know, he's putting more capital into it. So he's going to make a little bit more money on the deal. Now, uh, so all three parties are going to benefit from the deal. Um, and we're going to figure out whatever you need to do, like whether you need to stay there an extra week, whether you need maybe, uh, you know, you have liens that maybe you have to you know, pay off and maybe I can give you um, included in that price or whatever and give you cash, uh, whatever we have to do to get you out of the financial situation. Um, but yeah, so let's say you're also a real estate agent that wants to help your, your investor friendly. You want to help me find under market deals to then pass off to some of these investors and I'll pay you, uh, you know, I'll pay you commission basically for the finder's fee. 
um, we can do that too. Uh, that's if you're a real estate agent and you're willing to go and find me um, under market deals, pre, uh, foreclosures, not pre, foreclosures uh, where I can't physically talk to a bank and they want to talk to a real estate agent. Um, maybe, you know, you're just looking through the market, you find me deals. Uh, I, we could also do it with buyers. So maybe you're a buyer or investor that wants to flip the houses uh, and be added to my buyers list. But once I find these under market deals, and we put them under contract, you could be part of the one that takes ownership of the contract. Uh, you can reach out to me too, and we'll add you to the buyer's list. I'm always trying to add more people to that. You never can have enough investors, never have enough real estate agents, and you can never help enough people. Um, so I'm really looking for more of that. Um, I think that's basically everything that I wanted to talk about. Right now I'm still working on the website. Uh, it's a lot of stuff I'm gonna do on that still. Um, what else? You can, all right, so real quick, I'll go off in the end. So you can call me. I'll give you my direct cell phone. This is my direct cell phone, no waits. Uh, you know, if I don't answer and you go to voicemail, I'll get right back to you as soon as possible. Um, but you're not going to be on any hold lines or anything like that. Cell phone number is 954-857-6450. Email, uh, you could use my, my done deal investment email. That's done deal investment. No, I'm sorry. Dundealinvestments at Outlook.com. You can go on our website at Dundealinvestment.com. Uh, have the chat box up. It should be working where you can go on there, write me, and I can like live personally talk to you. Uh, or you know, if I don't reach right back to you, I can still chat to you on that chat box. Uh, go on my social medias. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, pretty much everywhere right now. I'm sorry I keep touching my nose. It's uh, like sinuses for a minute. Um, so yeah, so reach out to me again. My name is Tyler Dunn with Dundee Investments. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Donate. I put it on uh, Instagram up here in the little comments where you can go and donate to the Wounded Warriors charity. Donate on Facebook. I have that that listed up. Uh, whatever you guys can do, I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll see you guys Sunday. Peace.